Hello and welcome to JHE Ministries. I'm Jeffrey, Minister and Chaplain with JHE Ministries, and today I want to talk about Epiphany. We come to the end of another Christmas holiday and enter a new year. Many have already taken down their decorations, family gatherings have come and gone, and presents have been shared by many. And for many, this is the end of their celebrating until the next time. But for Christians, our celebration continues. We are in the unique time of a new year because now is the time that we celebrate Epiphany. The term Epiphany comes from a Greek word that means appearance or manifestation. This event is celebrated on the Christian calendar traditionally every year on January 6th. Epiphany is celebrating the revelation of God incarnate through a virgin birth as Jesus Christ and commemorates the visit of the Magi or the wise men to the Christ child. The 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany have often been called the 12 days of Christmas. In the early centuries before the observance of Christmas, Epiphany celebrated both the birth of Jesus and his baptism. When Christ was born, one may have expected that God, the Creator, the Almighty, should have come into this world with all the pomp and circumstance befitting a king and all the ceremony given to royalty. This is how the Jews expected to see a Messiah come, but they saw none of this. Jesus came into this world, and the world did not know him. He was born into his own, but his own did not receive him. Even though the Lord Jesus was the desire of all nations, it was a mark of humiliation for him to come down to earth and have little to no observance of his birth. Not much notice was given to him on that holy night. Christ emptied himself from the deity of being part of the triune God and made no reputation of himself. The sin of mankind was why he came. He came to sacrifice himself once and for all to end the penalty of sin and to bring God's people back to him. Christ did this by denying himself and forgoing all the honors that was due to an incarnate deity. But with Epiphany, we are reminded that there are some who noticed the birth of a king, men from a far off country who followed a star, which is traditionally called the Star of Bethlehem, to seek out the one who was born to be the true king of the world. Who were these men? Scripture calls them Magi, and traditionally we call them the wise men. The Magi came from the east, journeying perhaps 500 miles or more, seeking after the Christ child. They were Gentiles or pre-Christians who had known what the prophets had foretold about the birth of the king of the Jews in Bethlehem. Maybe following the prophecies from Hebrew scripture, specifically those from the book of Micah. These men were educated people, especially in the ways of astrology, and because of that, it is reasonable to assume they were men who had seen the star during their regular observations of the heavens. Men who were familiar with the night sky would be able to identify any new object. These men belonged to the learned class, those who were the advisors of the kings and were men of high standing, for they had access to Herod. They watched for the signs and were searching and waiting for the birth of the Christ child. These men came from the east to Jerusalem in further quest of this child king. 
They couldn't wait to see and meet this king and had to seek him out. These men were given a sign and direction of where they could find the Christ child. God in all of his grace gave them the star, which they first saw in their own country and was now leading them to find the one who would be king. This star was the token of God's presence with them, for he is a light and goes before his people as their guide. This star whose light guided them to the source of all light, to the source of true light. We should be glad of everything that will show us the way to Christ. This star was sent to meet the wise men and to guide them into the presence of the king. And like the wise men, those who truly desire to know Christ and to find him, one will not think of distance, pains, or perils to seek him. And the wise men followed the star all the way to Bethlehem. Bethlehem, which its name signifies the house of bread. How fitting of a place for him to be born in, the one who is the true manna, the bread which came down from heaven, which was given for the life of the world. They came looking with confidence and surety of one who was born king of the Jews. They didn't come to see if this was true, but they came because they knew it was true. And when they arrived at the house where the Christ child was, they were met with a scene of a poor family, a house that showed meager means. But the wise men were so wise in their wisdom that they saw through the lowly state of the place, and they saw the splendor of God. They saw and understood the glory of the only begotten Son of God. They weren't confused by this, but knew that they had found a great treasure. They knew they were in the presence of greatness. The wise men humbled themselves and presented themselves first to the Lord. They fell down and they worshiped him. This gave all honor and adoration to this young child, and not only as a king, but also as God. They recognized Jesus as a king appointed by God. The wise men had an epiphany or a sudden realization that they were in the presence of God. Recognizing Jesus as king is the ultimate realization that anyone can have. It's a life-changing epiphany. All that have found Christ fall down before him. They adore him and submit themselves to him. He is our Lord and we worship him. Those that do show the wisdom of the wise men and seek out Christ and worship him will show wisdom of wise men. We usually speak of the three wise men or magi, but scriptures doesn't say how many there were. Now they would have traveled with an entourage of perhaps dozens especially since it wouldn't have been safe to travel for a small group over miles and miles of terrain infested with bandits. And traditionally, we always mention the three wise men, perhaps because of the three gifts that were given to Jesus of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The presents they brought were the products of that country, and all three gifts are ordinary offerings and gifts given to a king. Myrrh being commonly used as an anointing oil, frankincense as a perfume, and gold as a valuable. These three gifts had a spiritual meaning. Gold was a symbol of kinship on earth. Frankincense and incense was a symbol of deity. 
and myrrh and embalming oil was a symbol of death. Sometimes this is described more generally as gold, symbolizing virtue. And gold also would have been used to pay for the Holy Family's escape into Egypt. And frankincense symbolizing prayer and myrrh symbolizing suffering. The nativity scenes depict the wise men at the manger with Christ just being born. But the Bible makes it clear that the Magi visited Christ when he was a young boy. Well, we are not told at what age Jesus was, but we know he was from a toddler up to two years. The Magi realized that Jesus was their king, so they went out of their way to yield to him and bring him the praise that he deserved. Recognizing Jesus as king is the ultimate realization that anyone can have. It is a life-changing epiphany. But the joy of Christmas isn't over yet because we can choose to recognize the mercy of God with open hearts and expectant outlooks. Believers can have epiphany moments any day. And this incarnation of God, the man Jesus Christ, had arrived for the sake of all people. Like the wise men, we too need to seek out God. We too need to come to the realization, the epiphany of recognizing that Jesus Christ came to this earth for us. God's gift was allowing his son to be born to save the world. And your gift to God is giving him your heart. God bless you and keep living Christian strong.